Well, we have uh, Joe uh, Baumgartel. Did I hit it right? Please tell me I hit yeah, it right. Yeah, you got it perfect, actually. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got Joe with us today. Uh, Joe's a musician uh, who's turned computer science and internet guy, and he is the co-founder and CEO of a company called Symposium. Joe, thank you very much for being with us today. Truly appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. You bet. This is, this is- uh, before we talk a little bit about your company, I want to talk a little bit about you. Like, um, just tell me a little bit about your life. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? That kind of stuff. This is like that moment in school when they Heck yeah. Me. You know, it was going to come. <laughs> so, <laughs> you see the so back, it says everyone has a story. So we got to know your story. <laughs> yeah, let me, see if I, let me see if I have some bullet points here. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, I grew up in Connecticut uh-huh. um, in a small town called Ansonia, right outside of New Haven. Oh. Um, I spent... A lot of my youth playing music, as you mentioned, you know, um, as soon as I could, could get a guitar, I just was in my room all, all day playing guitar. Okay. Um, around, I, I didn't even really start getting into technology myself until I was around 30, but I was around it all the time. Um, I had, well, no, not around 30, around, around 27. I, I didn't start getting into video until around 30, 31. Okay. Um, but I, I uh, was around technology all my life. Um, my dad was, you know, an oracle <clears throat> expert so i had oh. I, we had the first you know pentium computer on, on a block we had the the internet you know as soon as it came out basically we had you know the fastest <laughs> the fastest dial-up modem you could have yeah. at the time <laughs> as fast as everybody else's you know wow nice. <laughs> that 14.5k or whatever it was back then <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we were all just speeding along you know um, yeah. <laughs> i was on the internet god all, all the time when i was a kid um you know looking at Text. I mean, I remember we used to draw pictures in text. You know, that's what everybody used to do. Uh-huh. Um, no, no pictures yet. So I've been around the internet for a really long time. Been around music for a really long time. I've been very creative for a long time. Um, okay. I, I wrote a trillion songs. You can actually find them on on Spotify and <laughs> Apple Music. I'm not going to tell you about that. You'd have to look harder. For it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I spent many years writing music and doing all that stuff, being creative, making things. Right on. Making things has always been my passion. Okay. I like to see a long, you know trail of things I made behind me. Okay. Um, sometimes I wish it were like, I don't know, Adirondack chairs or something like that. Yeah. But it's always been songs and and, um, and at this point now it's been a lot of software. Uh, okay. I just, I love building software because it's so expansive. I can I can keep on going and trying to find, trying to solve, solve problems is what it's really all about all the time, right? They call it solutions. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I, I love solving the problems. It's, it's yeah. so fun for me. Okay. Um, so let's see, I'm in Vegas right now. And mm-hmm. we're, I've, I've been I've lived in Vegas twice. This is my second time. Okay, and I love Vegas. It's it's I th- I think this is the place that makes the most sense. I'm born in Connecticut, lived in the South for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, now I've been in Vegas for a long time, and I feel like I'm a Vegas guy. So why 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 do you consider yourself that? What's what's special about Vegas? I mean, for those of us who uh, just have a passing idea of what Vegas is, you know, we know about the Strip, we know about the casinos. Uh, what's so special about Vegas? Uh, I love the ver- diversity. I love the okay. diversity in, in, in people's backgrounds, mm-hmm. but also the, the the thought. People are allowed to think whatever they want here and say it out loud. That's what I feel <laughs> okay. like. Well, everybody kind of uh, understands that everyone's different here, yeah. and for the most part, uh, finds a way to to accept that, deal with it, and and um, let something new and innovative happen. I mean, to me. You know, if you to look out my window right now, right there's there's the Vegas Strip. This is mm-hmm. what I look at every day. And what I think about is, you know, Bugsy Siegel or whoever thought, yeah. hey, put a casino in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And and for some reason or other, that became 
not only a, a smart idea, but you know, an idea that lasted and built and built and built. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the weirdest idea in the world at the time, you know, mm-hmm. like a casino in the middle of the desert. Why? Yeah, <laughs> right? There's exactly. nothing there. Um, yeah. And it turned out to be such a brilliant move. And it, it's just a reminder to me that, that there, there are no right answers before they're right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, when you think of Las Vegas, uh, you know, uh, it's not that old of a city. I mean, like you said, Bugsy and whoever else d- developed that city, what, in the 50s, 40s? It's really only about 60 to 70 years old as far as 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 the city goes. And it's really became the city we know it in maybe the past 20 or 30 years. I mean, it's just exploded. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. No one, no one could have known. And that's the truth for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I heard you talking about Zoom earlier and how you were using it, you know, for many years. Yeah. Or not many, but, but as long as they've been around. Right. Um, and, and, you know, now it's the biggest thing in the world and everybody knows what it is. If you had right. said last year, hey, Zoom me, yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. No one, uh, and this year, they're the biggest thing, you know, going. And, and uh, you, time that 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 growth is there and ready you just you, you never know right right exactly so what when did you uh make the transition did, then? I, did I lose you uh I'm still here can you hear me something happened here uh, okay. I think my internet my internet is showing that it's unstable oh that's all awesome when that happens gotta love it I think my kids are probably playing call of duty in the other room I think that's what's going on at the moment um <laughs> I can't turn it off. I'll, I'll cause a mutiny if I tell him to turn it off. It's the way it goes. Call of Duty killing internet connections. I know. You know, that's the way it is. <laughs> tell me a little bit about the transition uh, period between the time you you were a musician to the time you became, uh, you know, uh, basically more interested in technology and computer-driven. Well, that that's an interesting one. So, I mean, I, I was a good guitar player by the time I was 16, and mm-hmm. I was doing guitar lessons by the time I was 16. So for the first, you know, period of my musician life, I was supporting myself giving guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to music school and everything, um, but, you know, when I, I, I was already m- making money in, in lessons before I went to school. I came out of school, I was still making money in lessons. I wound up having my own, you know, lessons business. So I was working by appointment all the time and, and um, having to promote myself, you know, having to schedule everything, having to go to someone's house or have them come see me, having to decide on pricing, having to deal with, you know, getting the payments, all that kind of stuff. Um, and and seeing kind of the the challenges and the things, I mean, I, I was an entrepreneur, but also an artist and, you know, also a, a creator. Mm-hmm. Um, now that was, God, I mean, that's going back, you know, 23 years at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I would, when I started giving guitar lessons. So um, I became a, a full-time musician, right? Uh, in my my early 20s mid mid 20s and by the time i was about 26 27 the the economy turned around everything kind of dropped out right the the whole economy crashed 2008 2009 um and things were hard for me as a musician things were hard for me for teaching things were hard for me as as a musician in general mm-hmm. uh, and funny thing i i tried to give lessons online that was like one of the first things i thought of i mean i, I I was living in New York City at the time, actually. I, I moved from Las Vegas for the first time to, to New York City. Mm. Um, and I was trying to, you know, make it as, as a musician. There, it takes a while to break into the scene there. You can be really good, but you still have to make your inroads, right? Sure. You get to know people. So I, I, you know, I looked online, tried to find some, some companies I could work for teaching online, and, and no one would hire me. 
I think because there was an influx at the time. It wasn't right. that there was, I was getting like no's. I was getting no responses, which was really, really weird. Mm, right. um, where I was with, at that point, you know, over a decade of teaching experience, I have all these people I've played with behind me and I can't get a job oh. online. So, and there was no tool for me to really do it myself. Mm. A way to really wrap it all up and, and, and make a way to market myself, schedule myself, accept sure. payment, accept you know, delivery, all that. Right. Um, so... I had been interested in, in uh, uh, I'd been a musician for a long time and decided I kind of wanted to know what else could I do. I think going and learning something else, going back to school, learning something else. I, I just, I was looking for a creative thing like music and I thought, man, it would be really cool to build software. I just, it just occurred to me. It was something I'd seen all the time. I'd seen my dad doing it. I'd seen, you know, people in his family um, doing it. And I just went, what is this, this thing about? So I called him. I said, hey, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You have like a pretty good, you know, lifestyle. You, you're, you still have a job right now and nobody else does. Uh, yeah. And, and what, what do you do? And he says, you know, he starts explaining to me. I said, I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, I tried <laughs> to teach you when you were, you know, 15. You didn't want anything to do with it. Or I tried to teach you when you were 12 or something. You didn't want anything to do with it. Well, that, well, that was fun. Well, what do I do now? He says, get a book on Java. So that's what I did. I just started. That was mm -hmm. the first book, a book on Java. I started learning out of that book. I started going book, book, book back in school. Next thing I knew, I was at UNC Chapel Hill for computer science. Then I, I wound up while I was there um, going and, and uh, starting a team, building a, a live video streaming app before Meerkat, before Periscope, before Facebook Live, obviously, as I sure. came after that, you know, before all these things. I was working on a video app, which I still want to build, by the way. I'm not even going to talk about what that was. But it ended up, you know, I had this team of, of kids working, uh, working with me at UNC Chapel Hill, um, and we were building this thing, and, and I wound up, all of a sudden, live video went crazy. It was, it was nuts. Meerkat went nuts down in South by Southwest. And so we just kind of pivoted and started trying to chase them, came up with this product called UPeak. Uh, it's, and ever since then, I've just been in live video or building different things freelance here and there. But I wound up um, in symposium based based on that knowledge and and the kind of convergence of my experiences as a musician, as a person who who worked by appointment, um, you know, in in teaching, and as a person who needed to be entrepreneurial but didn't necessarily have an avenue mm -hmm. to, to do it, sure. have a clear path, um, you know, and and as a person who knew live video and software. Mm -hmm. So that's how I wound up in symposium. Sweet, sweet. So uh, how does it work exactly? Um, how, how does this uh, – is it like a website or exactly what is symposium then? Symposium is a website. It's also okay. a mobile app on Android and iOS. Okay. Um, how does it work? Well, it's, a, it's a very much like taking some, something like this interview here. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll interview you. I, I give interviews, let's say. Okay. And the interview is the product, right? I'm going to sell you an interview. I will interview you. You could take this thing wherever you want. I'm going to put a price on it. I'm going to okay. wrap it up. I'm going to make it for sale on the internet. What we did is we took this, this, this idea of the appointment and we turned it into a product you can deliver on the internet. Okay, gotcha. Um, so what you would do for this interview is you would pick a price for it. You would mm -hmm. pick times you're available, you would put all these things in, into the app. Um, you would decide whether or not you want to sell a video of it for an extra price. Um, and you would then make a listing. 
you get links to your listing and you can post them all over the place. You could send them wherever you want. People go right to your listing. They look at your schedule. They schedule with you. Mm-hmm. They get prompted to open up the app or open up the website at the time. You get prompted too. You guys open it up at the time and you meet. And if I really like you, if, if you're giving me this awesome interview, well, then I can flip you. You know, and like I said, I can buy your videos. So, so you okay. have these other ways of making money as well. Um, and and th- that's most of what we do. We handle your payment. We handle your, your scheduling. We handle delivery of everything. And we also help you market. So, And that's the big thing, too. Symposium okay. at its heart is a marketplace. It's a marketplace for live interactions, which is a thing that had never existed before. And I still don't know, really know about it. Yeah, I, I think that Airbnb stole our live video experiences line, though. They did during the pandemic steal live video experiences from us. I know that you were looking at us, Airbnb. I know you were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're a marketplace where any the, the difference between us and say a lesson site or or mm-hmm. something like that, that we let you in no matter who you are we're not a gatekeeper we okay. provide you the tools we give you the opportunity to come in and then reviews you know the work that you do is what's going to make you rise to the top in your category or whatever however you want okay. to look at it. So you're um, so this is not specifically for musicians. This is for anybody that has a product, whatever that product may be, to sell. Yes. I mean, okay. if, you, if you have, you know, a dumb thing to sell, you can sell it on here. It probably, it probably won't sell. Sure. Right? But if you have something good, it's going to sell. Okay. You know, uh, there, there are all kinds of things out there. I was looking at like somebody doing ASMR uh, podcast, actually. There's yeah. somehow in, in the, the Spotify podcast, um, charts right now. There's an ASMR podcast, and I was thinking, boy, that's perfect thing for symposium. You know, somebody can call up and, and get their private ASMR experience. You know, whenever they want. Um, you know, you really don't know. It, it's yeah. it's for anybody. You can give a lesson, but we we separate. We we do this thing where we we don't separate you from your audience. We're trying to make it possible for you to use this as a tool and have it as your own business. It can go as far as you want it to go, but at the same time, we're going to promote you. We're going to promote. The, the, the fact that we have lessons in this. If it was ASMR, we're going to promote that we have ASMR in there. and We're going to help you promote. We're going to give you more and more tools to do that. And the best part about it, the coolest thing about it, is the thing that I was trying to figure out how to do for years, which is make it free. Mm. And so we did that. We made it free. We okay. do take, at this point right now, if you get tips or you, you sell a video for the, whatever price you choose, we'll take 50% of that, so extras. But, you know, when I was teaching guitar... In, in 20, 2008, whatever, I was charging $50 an hour, I think, at the time. Uh, we wouldn't take the, anything out of that $50 an hour. Okay. I got a tip. We would take some extra 50% out of that because we have to somehow pay our bills. Sure. I just, I just want to make sure that people can have their own business. We stay out of your way, and, and you get to make as much money as you deserve. Okay. All right. Well, that's very enticing. I mean, like you said, free is always a good word, you know, uh, in what you're doing. Look, if I can make it completely free, I would. Like sure. I said, we got we to keep the lights yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep the bills paid. I totally understand that. <laughs> so where did you come up with the name Symposium from? Oh, boy. Uh, you know, I, I've always been interested in history. In uh-huh. fact, last year I went to Athens by myself and kicked around for a while. <laughs> um, symposium was this, this really fun event where people got drunk and talked about high-minded ideas okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you know I, I think of it like like hamilton right if, uh-huh. you've, seen, if you've seen hamilton yeah you've got, you've got you know lafayette and hamilton 
getting drunk and talking about the future of the United States, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and that's what I picture a symposium being like in, in Greece, is people just really drunk on wine, talking about, you know, democracy wow. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that symposium being something people do all the time. In Las Vegas, we have symposium, symposia, but they would say symposiums probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people coming here doing, you know, hair treatment symposium sure. and, yeah. and you know, whatever, all, all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and, and so these things just kind of came together, right? It's a fun thing. It could be really fun. It could be just entertainment. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it could be really high-minded, you know, um, and, and there's some history there. And it's a word that maybe not everyone recognizes yet, but many, many people do. I mean, there are thousands of people coming to a symposium at a time, mm-hmm. you know, all the time in the casinos here. And the weird thing is they're holding these things in casinos where, you know, it's, it's like this old, not to say don't, don't get drunk on symposium and have a great time. It's not what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's this fun, fun place where you could also be high minded. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm my wife and I've been to a few symposiums. We're, uh, she's more of the writer than I am, but we've been to th- some like writing symposiums. Unfortunately, it's in places like Provo, Utah, which is not as fun as Las Vegas, Nevada. I, I'm just going to put that out there. Um, if you know anything about Utah, you understand you what I'm do. talking about. It depends on what you want to do. If you want to run really fast to the woods and you think that's fun, <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> that's a pretty good one. Yeah. I, I happen to think many, many places in Utah are beautiful. I don't know that one. They but. are. Uh, well, Provo is uh, uh, Provo's the home of Brigham Young University. University. So um, oh, okay. that, that's all, all right. I'm going to say there. That ought to tell you maybe a little bit if you know what I'm talking about. So I'm I, just going <laughs> to. What I know is that if you go to a symposium in Utah, the beer is half volume. <laughs> actually, they just finally changed that rule in Utah. They actually have regular beer in Utah now. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, almost, so. that's, that's cool and it's almost too bad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> One of those oddities in, lo- in in the United States. You know, the United States is full of these oddities here it and is. there. It is. <laughs> and that was one of those. Yeah, it is. You know, it, well, and speaking of oddities and speaking of Utah, uh, they have um, made uh, medical marijuana legal. And I'm in Idaho, and we have not. It's amazing that Utah has done it before we have here in Idaho. But <laughs> I, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, actually, all the states around us have done it, except for, I think, Wyoming. But Washington, Oregon, of course, have recreational. And yeah, Utah yeah. must be looking at Las Vegas and, and California and saying, wow, these guys are making a lot of money. They're, yeah, they're making they're some money. Tax money. Might want to get in on that. That's right. <laughs> so, so of course we've been, we've been in this season, um, you know, since at least March in this country where we've had um, some serious effects on businesses and 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 because of this pandemic that we're living through, um, a lot of uh, businesses have had a really hard time trying to maneuver through this situation, especially you know brick and mortar companies and things like that that uh, you know have have just they're totally dependent on on foot traffic coming into their stores, restaurants, all those kind of things. Um, so how has this pandemic affected you um, in your position and, and the company as a whole? Uh, we've had the same challenge as all the other companies have had. How do mm. we work remotely? I mean, I, interesting thing, though, we're a remote solution. So we've always kind of been ready for that. You know, we have worked remotely plenty. Okay. Um, but I think for us, you know, the camaraderie is tougher to come by. I miss the camaraderie. I miss mm-hmm. being around people, being able to smile across the room, people, yeah. you know, um, people doing the same thing here, talking about their lives, you know, and being able to talk about it without this sort of, you know, undertone of, of a, this sort of gray undertone, you know, yeah. whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, that's been the major challenge, I think, for us. You know, just, just keeping up morale, making sure that we are in touch with each other, trying to get some laughs in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, other than that, we've been pretty much built to be able to work remotely. We're a remote solution. We, we, we've always been a remote solution. So, Okay. All right. That's a good answer. Um, so tell me some of the, the products that are currently available on, on your website. Oh, boy. Um, well, there are three kinds of products, first of all, on Symposium that, uh-huh. that can be sold. Three kinds of packaged products. One is the one-to-one talk. For instance, your interview, if you were to list it for a price. Sure. Right. Um, that's the one to one. That would be things. There are lessons in, in almost everything. Right. At this point, we have things in computer programming. We have things in, in music. We have things in, in uh, you know, doing your nails, doing your eyelashes. We have stuff all over the place. It's, it's all over the map. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also have a second product. So that's that, that first product is called the Sim Talk. That's the one to one Sim Talk. Okay. Uh, the, the next one is the SimCast, which is a broadcast one to many. You know, this is what people are used to, Facebook to live, Facebook Live, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's almost like your own pay-per-view. And, and like I said, you can sell videos to everybody in there. You can get tips from everybody. Um, there are people doing things like yoga classes, um, dance classes. There are people who talk about business on there, um, different business ideas, you know, real estate ideas. Um, there have been some tax classes. Um, there, there are things kind of it's, – it's, it's so all over the map. I never – I knew when we built it, we, we weren't going to know what was going to be in it, but I'm surprised every day by what, what shows up. Sure. Um, and then the third product is um, the SimGram, which is a live, well, it's a pre-recorded video message. Mm-hmm. So someone can write to you and say, hey, I would like you to um, you know, sing me a birthday song or, hey, can you mm-hmm. recite Pledge of Allegiance for me or something like that. Yeah. And you can, you can deliver it to them for a price, right? Okay. And this thing is, is sellable as well, but you know, your own, your own uh, price point. So okay. these are the three products, SimTalk, SimCast, SimGram, and we have people who are doing all kinds of things on there. We've, we've had famous people do SimGrams, you know, we've had famous people do SimCasts, we've had, you know, every kind of thing you can think of, really. I mean, what, what would you, just, just curious, what would you imagine would be on it? Well... <laughs> I mean, like you said, there's so many different things that you could you could probably put on there, but there's probably, uh, you know, well, just uh, right now we're doing a podcast. So there's probably people on there probably selling uh, how to make a podcast or yeah, yes, actually. how to do audio we just, editing. Things we like just that. had somebody cast a podcast uh, a couple days ago. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, to a whole bunch of people. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, what else do you think would there be? I'm just – I'm very curious. I, I, I never knew what was going to be on this thing. I, You know, I don't know. I mean, there's – my imagination feels like it's limited because I'm sure there's so many things I wouldn't even remotely begin to even think about. So I don't know how, how to answer that because I can't – I just can't even think of things that would be on I that. think the most shocking one for me like last week was an ASMR one. That was, sure. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah, an interesting one. Yeah, there's something I, like, I, I didn't even really know existed and I, I, yeah. I see the thing and I went, what the heck is this? And I, I yeah. look at them. Oh, interesting. There's a whole community, community of people yeah. who are into sound. Yeah, and people will buy and pay money for an ASMR experience. I mean, that's entrepreneurship right there, if you ask me. That's a, that's, that's capitalism at its best. <laughs> you, got, you got to figure this. This is yeah. this was always the thought that you could have some niche knowledge or skill, yeah. right? Sure. Be in some small town like I grew up in, in Connecticut, Ansonia, Connecticut. You're an ASMR specialist in Ansonia, Connecticut. Where yeah. no one knows what the heck you're even talking about when you talk to me. You can open up a brick and mortar there where people come into you, and, and, and but no one's going to come in. There's no one right. there. Right. right. Absolutely. But 
if you you go and you make it packageable for the internet, well now you have billions of people to market to, right? We don't just limit it to, to national either. I mean, we, we, we focus on national, but if you want to go international, you can too. There's no way that you can be in Ansonia, Connecticut, have some niche you know, specialty, mm-hmm. have the ability to reach the full internet with it and not get booked. There's just no way. Yeah. All, the, only, the only way you're not going to get booked is if you just kind of don't show up. You don't yeah. show up, you don't do anything at all, don't do any work. But the bottom line is, if you have something you know and the power of billions of people, that's just numbers. Yeah. There's, there's no way that you can't go and get yourself a client list for, for the whole week. Sure. There are people we've learned. The internet has taught us that there are people out there who like everything and they meet each other and <laughs> for good and for bad. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We have furries and we have, you know, militias or whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> right? yeah. we, you, don't, you don't really know, but people, yeah. they, they're, is a market for everything we've learned. Yeah. We had no idea before the internet there was a market for everything, but now you, we know. Yeah. Do you? Um, is there anything that you would not allow on your on your? Of on course, your of course. You know, this thing. I, I want people to be able to go on there and be safe. I mean, I don't want you know all of a sudden to have the the you know the the. I think the the thing about the internet is. What is it? If you have a conversation for too long, any argument turns into an argument and they start using Hitler, right? Right. Yeah. To me, I think if you have any you know, video source open for too long, eventually a penis will show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. The, the, the two kind of truths of the internet as far right. as I know. Uh, we don't want anything you know, like that showing up. We don't want – we're not doing adult stuff. We're not doing those mm-hmm. kinds of – I mean if you want to swear and have your own adults, look, it's, it's paid. No one can get in. But if right. you put a score in the title or something, it's going to get taken down. Yeah. We, we want it to be kid-friendly. We want it to be parent-friendly. We want it to be community-friendly. And there are professionals using this thing. We don't need professionals you know, feeling queasy or, or their clientele feeling queasy because they come in looking for something. I'm trying to make sure people can have businesses. And if you do things that are kind of on the, on the riskier side um, – mm-hmm. That, that can really affect businesses, and I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to make sure everybody can have the business they want, just not adult business. There are plenty of things yeah. out there. There sure. are plenty of things out there for that. There's plenty of money floating out there for people who want to do that elsewhere. Gotcha, you know? gotcha. Very good. So when, um, when, when somebody posts something on your site that they're, that they're uh, selling, um, do you guys – does that go into like uh, an SEO type thing where you're basically – um, pushing things up through Google or whatever to have that person um, say somebody does a search on Google. If I'm trying to make sense here, I'm trying to make sense. And uh, say we're doing the ASMR thing, and they say, "Okay, I want something for ASMR." Are they going to see this from you? you right. Know what I'm now, we're we're trying to build automated solutions for that. We're okay. trying to automate that. That's it's a tough job. Uh, we're working on it. Um, mostly what we're doing is trying to get things out through, through ads. We're trying to automate that. We're trying to find ways to, to SEO it up. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I mean, you, I'm sure you've been through the SEO battle. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's tough ones. So it's hard. I, I know we can get there cause there are other products that do it. And sure. I, I have a pretty good idea of how to get it done, but that's kind of the next stage uh, to this point right now. It's been a lot of provisioning all the tools for somebody to use filling okay. the store, right? Um, selling the things in the store. Now we're trying to work on how do we get you marketed better? You know, that's the, kind of the big thing now for me. It's been user experience when you get in. Do you have all the tools you need? Are you comfortable? Does your audience, is your audience comfortable? Do you understand what you're doing? 
and and then it's like okay now how do i really make it cool for you you know what i'm saying yeah so absolutely the seo is is something we're we're actively working on okay great thank you for answering that uh one last question what what are your plans for the future for this company and 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 you personally world domination <laughs> sounds like something my son would say playing call of duty right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, look, I've played Halo enough that I'm thinking sure. about world domination all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to dominate the next world, right? The next yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, you know, what's, what's the thing? Like, like I said, right now, I, I don't try to think too far ahead. I mostly try to think about how my biggest thing would be I would like to see someone make $150,000 in a year on symposium. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking so much about symposium. To me, it's it, we're, we're a sum of our parts, right? The people who are there are the, are, the, are the important part. So if I can somehow lead this thing to where it grows enough and, and provides enough that someone can make 150 grand a year, yeah. in a year on this thing, on our product, on symposium, that's, that's my aim, you know? What it, what's going to make that happen? Um, well, things like the SEO, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bigger, broader tools, um, more, you know, interaction between us and our customers so they understand that, that we're there for them, we're supporting them, and how we're supporting them, and, and, and what we're giving them, and, and the best ways to use it. Um, I think we'll get there. I think it'll be, you know, a year or two, and then I'll be able to talk about the next goal. But that's my goal. It's, it's not some symposium goal. It's more about I want to see the entrepreneur reach a level of success that I feel is, you know, at and beyond where they should be. Okay, great. Well, Joe, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And we'll make sure that we have, um, you know, uh, all the information that you want to give us in the show notes, uh, your website, um, and then anything like your Twitter handle or anything like that that you want to give us. We'll make sure that's all in the show notes. So, again, we've been talking uh, with Joe. Uh, let me try this again. Baumgartel. Man, no. you're, you're, you're an expert now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That, I, I feel humbled that you say that. I think you're lying, but thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All right, Joe. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.